Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. So what did we talk about today? Today we talked about a day in the life of the DeSalvos. We talked about all the things that we do in a regular day and in the last couple of days in particular. And uh, the flexibility of what it's like to be the owners of our company and also parents to our children and um, people who have interests in other things like push-ups. And other stuff. All that and more on another exciting episode of the Refreshing Edge podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Refreshing Edge podcast, hosted by Megan and Nicholas DeSalvo, about what businesses go through when branding, developing creative, and marketing their business in an ever-changing digital climate. It's also about leadership, company culture, building community, working with your spouse, and whatever we feel is important to share with you today. You might know Megan as an amazing wife, incredible mother, thespian, entrepreneur, co-owner, and creator of opportunities at Edge One Media, and volunteer for every nonprofit organization that exists in Portland, and maybe beyond. You might know Nicholas for his love of coffee, tennis, watches, video games, and all things Portland. Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. So... What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about a day in the life of the DeSalvos. A day in the life of the DeSalvos. Now, why would that be interesting to anybody? Uh, I'm a little unsure, but I think <laughs> that it's because we're pretty cool. And we juggle a lot of different things. We have a business. We have our personal brands. We have our children. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. So here are the reasons. I'm going to restate the reasons that you just said in a way that I feel like gives more impact. Number one, I think that we are fairly successful business owners. We have been at it for quite a long time, and we have some methods that might be useful to other people when we're thinking about business. Number two, we're also pretty involved parents. We do a lot of parental things. We go to a lot of parental activities. There's a lot of parental stuff that happens. We like our kids. Our kids like us. They're pretty good kids. So, you know, and we are married to each other and running a business and we still get along. And most of the time we even like each other. And we have our own personal brands. And we have our own personal brands. What's your brand, Megan? Megan DeSalvo. What's my brand? N this is Nicholas DeSalvo. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so this podcast is sort of like a day in the life of us and us juggling all of those things. And uh, today is a good day to talk about Megan. I'm going to talk, for me, I'm going to talk about yesterday. Because today's a little bit more abnormal for what what my day is. But but today started off <clears throat> excuse me, today started off pretty early for you. Is that right? It did. I start my day on Wednesdays at six forty five in the morning. Uh I mean I get up much earlier than that, but I start my day at my desk at my computer at six forty five for my BNI, Business Networking International. Uh, meeting. That's a networking group that you've gone to for the last five, six, six years. years. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right now we're meeting via Zoom, so it's all on a computer. Used to be that I would have to get up much earlier, drive, you know, about a half an hour from my house to have an in-person gathering and uh, then drive to the office after that. Yes. And so you go to this networking meeting because among the many hats that you wear for our business, you are the main salesperson. Yes. And uh, BNI helps with referrals that drive sales. Absolutely. And so on Wednesday morning, every Wednesday morning for the last six years, you've gotten up um, at the various, at, at the earliest possible moment. You've just gotten up really early to go to this stupid meeting. Stupid? It's not stupid. <laughs> what are you even saying? It is so not stupid. No, actually, it's accounted for a lot of sales for our business. So it's well, not stupid. Not it's... just that, though. It's, I mean, it is a meeting where I think not only has it changed our business and the trajectory of our business, but it also has changed me personally and our friends circle. We've we've created some lifelong friends in that group. Um, so I would true. not say it's a stupid meeting, but uh, but, but it is stupid to at, get up that at early. This, at six o'clock in the morning, that meeting is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give you that. Uh, I love everything that has come out of that meeting. I love the friends that we have gained. I love the business that we have been able to... Um, to, give and receive. Yeah. Everything about the meeting actually is great. All the all the byproducts, but that's, you know. The that, time. The time. I am not an, a morning person. Neither am I. And uh, I tend to stay up really late <laughs> because that's when my best thinking gets done. And so to get up early, uh, and I don't, I don't get up early very often, but I do sub for Megan uh, occasionally, and that's hard, man. Yeah, because there are some Wednesdays where I have my board meeting for the Tiger Chamber of Commerce instead, um, and you have to sub for me on those. And then there are there is the occasion that we have a sick child or I'm sick, and uh, you need to sub for those reasons as well. But knock on wood, haven't been sick in a year. I know, but the last two meetings before lockdown I had to go to because you were sick. I was. And people didn't actually want you to come. No, because they thought I might have COVID. They thought that you might have COVID. <laughs> um, and you did not. No, I did not. But um, but anyway, I went there instead. It was early days. Uh, and if we knew then what we know now, I probably wouldn't have been allowed to go either. True. <laughs> But anyway, this is neither here nor there. You have this early meeting. It has it has done a lot of great things for us. Uh, we have met friends. Um, our son's baseball manager, coach, for the last three years has been has come from that group. Several clients, um, mm-hmm. yeah, lots lots of people have come into our life from that group. Um, I think the other thing that I really love about BNI, honestly, is it's international. So there's just, you know, you can find a chapter near you, no matter what state you're in, no matter what country you're in. And I just find that to be, you know, nice to be a part of a, of something bigger, um, a network that is just bigger than you would normally be able to access, um, you know, from like a local chamber. Yeah, absolutely. So. You have this meeting. It goes for an hour or an hour and a half. Hour and a half. And um, and then what happens? 
Then I have about a 15 minute break where I stretch and get up and get the things that I need. And then I go into my marketing meetings for the day. That's true. I did actually see you stretching this morning. Um, and you were saying, this is homework. I have to do this from someone in my BNI group. It is <laughs> my massage therapist. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I have my marketing meetings. Uh, each of my marketing meetings lasts about an hour. Right now, they're lasting about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on the client. And um, today, I had the opportunity to speak to a restaurant owner, uh, owner of a couple of restaurants. Uh, I had the opportunity to speak to a um, brain, uh, you know, a, a brain breakthrough coach uh, who helps people. Shout out brain breakthrough. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> who, who helps people through, you know, dyslexia and other um, issues with their brain. And um, I had a couple other meetings with a painting company and um, I'm blanking on the other ones cause it's really late at night right now. But mm. uh, I had wonderful meetings today with all of our clients or all of my clients. So um, in these meetings, today. so you have these marketing meetings mm -hmm. and they are uh, meetings that you have on an ongoing basis with established clients. Yes. And you talk about what? Well, month to month, we talk about how things are in their business because what we see online, what we see in analytics, it may look great. Um, but if sales in their business did not, then we need to know that or vice versa. If sales in their business look great, but things online don't, then it's important to know that. And when so, things are wonderful in both places, that is like the best day ever. So, uh, so part of those meetings, uh, is what I hear you saying is that you're trying to connect the analytics with what is, uh, what they view as happening in their business. Real world. Yeah. Yeah. And so if there are particular actions that we can connect to uh, real world things, then we will try to adjust some of the different marketing actions to do more of the things that are working and less of the things that are not. Yes. And if something isn't working, if we're noticing that things are not happening the way that they should based on our analytic data, then that tells us something is, you know, disconnected. And maybe it might be the messaging or it might be the optimization of something, but it, it tells us that we need to take a, a deeper dive into that specific area. Yeah. And uh, I think that, uh, so you, you review analytics, you try to connect it with real world stuff. You also talk about the general content plan that a client might have. You talk about... Oh, you stole my thunder there. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about the strategy for the next 30 days. What, mm. what that content strategy might look like, what they might want to blog about, post about, um, if they want to run ads, what those ads might be about. Is there anything else I can steal your thunder on there? <laughs> Specials, newsletters, all kinds of things, Nicholas. You always steal my thunder. It's fine. <laughs> I don't mean to step on your toes here. I'm just trying to uh, paint a picture of what happens in those meetings. and uh, Magic. Magic is what happens in those meetings. Well, I feel like that actually is a little bit true because you have the ability to take a lot of things that are flying through the air, a lot of data that's coming at you and put them into um, some, make them into building blocks so you can assess what needs to happen over the next 30 days so you can track to the longer term goals that you have set. And the most exciting thing today was that I came up with a tagline for a business. 
And that's always fun when uh, they feel like they need a tagline refresh. And in the course of my meeting with them, we can come up with it. Yeah. You gave their brand a refreshing edge. I sure did. Hashtag refreshing edge. Shout out refreshing edge Facebook group. <laughs> Shout out edge one media. <laughs> All the things. Um, okay. So yeah. you've had these, you had three of these marketing meetings today. Yes, I did. Uh, I had a few sales calls. I had a few emails. Okay. So you had some sales calls. What happened? What happens in your sales calls? You have, you have leads that you uh, acquire and that you need to talk to people about what they are well, needing. So looking I have for. referrals that I acquire. I don't mm-hmm. acquire leads. Leads are more like cold calls, which I tend not to enjoy very much. Um, but referrals, I have those. So I have those that come through, and uh, I call those people back um, in a timely fashion. In addition to that, sometimes people will email me. So sometimes it's an email conversation. My sales calls vary though. Um, Sometimes it's just clarification of what we provide and whether or not we can take care of whatever it is that they're looking to do. Um, Other times it's getting, you know, pricing or data, you know, from us um, on specific services. And um, today I had a couple ads clients who, you know, potential ads clients who needed um, pricing, you know, to, to know exactly what it was going to cost for setup and optimization. Yeah. And so you had some sales calls today. You also had, I had some school time, uh, where it's actually not school time technically today. Cause we're still on spring break. Um, mm. but I did make sure that the kids had read and, um, done their extra math, uh, assignments that they needed to do. We also had a doctor's appointment for our son, uh, and that's a virtual. So that was part of my day thrown in there in the afternoon. Yes. Uh, let's. Yeah. See. So you had a you had a doctor's appointment with your son. Uh. Oh, for your son. For we, my son. Yeah, we were both on that doctor's appointment. We were both on that call. <laughs> Glad you remember. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. And then uh, why you said today wasn't a normal day. You got to go have a massage this afternoon while uh, I did more marketing meetings and got our daughter to dance. Yeah. So, um, well, did you get our daughter to dance? Well, we had some assistance there. <laughs> yeah. We So we had some other, we had a bunch of things going on at the same time. So we got to enlist grandma to take um, our daughter to dance, but and going back to the massage, I think like self care is really important. I've started to really embrace self care recently because I've been running really hard in my schedule in the last three months, and I have to treat my body better in order to get more from it. And so, if I'm working stupid long days, you know, there have been some days that have gotten up like seventeen or eighteen hours a day four stretches of weeks. Um, it's important to also take some time to take care of my body so that it can keep on doing those things. And um, that's just, just just one of the things. I'm not throwing shade on it at no, all. No, I'm just explaining like <laughs> what the purpose is. You, you know, I don't just go and do things because I think they would be fun, although that would be great. Uh, and the, I might have done that in the past. But these days, everything that I do is sort of out of necessity or utility to do 
my to job better. continue doing what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so usually we don't double book ourselves because we like to make sure we're available for our children and whatever they might need. Um, but today we did double book ourselves. Uh, Nicholas had his massage while I had a marketing meeting and then we had to get our daughter to ballet right after, but luckily grandma came to the rescue and helped us there. So she got her to ballet and then my marketing meeting was shout out COVID vaccine in time for us to, uh, in time for me to pick her up. So then I picked her up from uh, dance while you took our son to baseball. Uh, And then I came back and had a uh, coaching session and uh, with my coach, which was great. Yeah. So that's an important thing to talk about too, is that you never, you know, I, I think one of our ideas collectively, you and I, is that we never stop learning. We are lifelong learners and we're always trying to do things the best way we can. And so you also have a coach to help you get the most out of who you are and what you do and how you operate those kinds of things. And I have two coaches. So today was my productivity coach. That's right. And then on um, Mondays I meet with my um, more like life coach for my goals. Productivity coaches, can I just tell you, are amazing. They help you do so much more. They help you limit your distractions and your arm pulls. Shout out Anna DeSalvo. Um, or arm tugs, or what does she call them? I don't know. Go follow her and she'll talk about it. We also have a podcast with her. Yeah, absolutely. Go. That's our most popular podcast. Um, but... Uh, she helps you block your time out and she helps you just have more flexibility in what you can do by having some structure to what your day is. So I'm all, I'm on board with productivity coaches. Well, and today she talked with me too about my human design, which helped me understand a little bit more about how I can accomplish things better. How how your brain works. Yeah. How I work. Um, And then I had a break where I had dinner with my kids, with our kids. We had dinner yeah. And then uh, I put them to bed and now we are podcasting. We are podcasting. It is currently 1125 And we've been podcasting PM. since 930. That's right. We got all set up. Might as well record a few. That's right. And uh, and it feels pretty good. You know, though it is late at night and we are still doing work kind of stuff, this is, this is way easier than um, other days where... I'm at the office until midnight just trying to get as Which much. Which doesn't happen that much anymore. Can well, we just talk about that for a minute? Uh, by you saying not that much anymore, we're talking about maybe the last couple of weeks. This is, my schedule has started to ease a little bit, which I, I'm going to welcome. A lot of it. Yeah, it's eased significantly because it was at unsustainable levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Yeah, we there was <laughs> starting okay. in January. Yeah, there was starting in January. There was a boom going through uh, the first part of March, the cup, first couple of weeks of March. Um, I was at the office no less than seventy hours per week, um, and a lot of times it stretched even longer than that, and uh, that was really hard. It's what happens when your business booms and you need to hire and you just Hiring have is to hard. wait for the right candidate. 
Uh, and there's a pandemic and hiring is hard <laughs> and all kinds of things. And you don't have time to do the interview process and hire people. You know, it's it's difficult. Growing a business is difficult at times. Yeah. And so I don't recommend you working 80 hours a week. But sometimes you just have to do what needs to be done in order to keep on going. And uh, that's what I did. And so um, uh, I'll talk about one of my days which yesterday, which was, um, it was not one of those 18 hour marathons, but it, it did. I, I was at the office, um, until late into the evening, but I started off in the morning and, uh, I had to, um, I had several things that I needed to do. And I do a lot of the, the project kind of work at our, company, or at least I'm responsible for overseeing a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we have a lot of projects in more than we ever have really in at any point in the past. And it's becoming much easier because we've made some hires to do all of those things. We have more staff to help. Yeah. Which is amazing, but I do have to oversee a lot of stuff. And so I have to compartmentalize all of those things and make sure I keep track of all of the projects that we have going on and make sure that people get updates on their projects or things get launched or projects get delivered. And so yesterday um, was a delivery day for a lot of different people. I launched a website. I created a branding guide and all of the brand assets for a company. Um, I created business cards and uh, brand assets for two separate companies that we're finalizing branding guidelines for. I, um, I'm trying to remember all the other things that I did, which are not. Well, you had phone calls and meetings. Oh yeah. I had a meeting. I had a marketing meeting. I have marketing meetings also where I talk about many of the same things that Megan talks about just in my own particular way with my particular vernacular. With his specific clients. With my specific clients. One thing that uh, I notice is that we have our own approaches to our marketing meetings. And when we flip-flop, like if I take on a marketing meeting from one of your clients and or you take on a marketing meeting from one of my clients, uh, people just, they don't know what to expect exactly. Uh, though we do go over the, many of the same things, it's kind of nice to get a mix of the two of us. Um, and so uh, I had to leave the office at some point in the afternoon to go pick up our daughter and take her to dance. And then I went to the office for about a half an hour so that I could do more stuff. Um and I, you know, I, I saved a bunch of logos to a shared folder for someone to review. And then I went back and I picked up our daughter to take her home because Megan was in a meeting that she couldn't get away from. And then I went back to the office and I did more things so that I could have deliverables for a bunch of people because today I had to provide more deliverables for different clients. And then he... Call, we had called we had a phone call for about a half an hour where we discussed uh how the evening was going to go and he said i'll be home soon 
And I was like so excited. I'm like, okay, this is like, I don't remember what time it was, but. It was 7.20. When we had the call? Yep. So it was 7.20 when we had the call. So I was thinking like, oh, he'll be home by 7.45. But what time did you roll in? Like 8.30. Yeah. The thing is, when I said soon, I mean before, like way before midnight. (laughs) You know, if I'm home at 8.30, I consider that a win. Our now. office is only 10 minutes from our house, so it's not not far away. So when I hear soon, I think, oh, I'm just finishing up like an email or something like that, and I'm going to turn off the lights and go. And uh, that was not the case necessarily. So, you know, it's it's the same struggles that most married couples have with, you know, time when, when you know, the wife's at home and the husband's coming home from work or the husband's at home and the wife's coming home from work. We have those same struggles too. So it's just, you know, it's nice to know that we're, we're human. <laughs> and, uh, I was home pretty soon. I mean, that wasn't, it was pretty soon. That wasn't a lot soon. It was pretty soon. <laughs> it's, you know, pretty soon. It was like an hour later. I was home. Well, maybe people can tell us if they think in the comments, hour. Do you think soon. that if uh, we talk at 7.20 and the conversation goes probably till 7.30 and I show up an hour later at home, do you think that constitutes pretty soon? I feel like with with an office 10 minutes from home, that's not soon. I think it is. <laughs> I'd wrap up a bunch of st- things. So the good news is we have these super long days that we have and not every day is that way. Some days we get done at five, some days we get done at six, you know, most days we are done with our day by five or six. Uh, you've been able to go to baseball twice this week with our son where you got done with your work day at like four. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just depends on the day, but we're able to have these flexible schedules because we created this company that we work for and, and because we're willing to have the long days where we're podcasting at 1130 at night because we want to have those days where we can be off at four with our kids. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a give and take. It is a give and take. And Mostly ho- it's a take. And hopefully, hopefully you won't have to work till midnight ever again. Um, so uh, I think the likelihood of that happening of me not working until midnight ever again is very low but i uh i think the likelihood of me working until midnight several weeks in a row is also very low so um that's a win-win you know when you're responsible for everything you're gonna have to put in more work than other folks more effort yeah yeah uh because you're the you end up being the one who's responsible for everything or you could be like me and just put more boundaries in place so that you don't have to do that <laughs> uh <laughs> that's a podcast for a different time that, boundaries okay i want less work can you bring in less stuff no for me to do? no no and that's not what you want you tell me all the time that you want more work i know Exactly. So I'm just say, I'm just highlighting how boundaries in my job function is not quite the same as boundaries in your job function. It's true. I understand. Mm-hmm. 
there when we were a little younger in our business megan would would go out and volunteer for things like lots of things like everything people would ask her to do something and she would be like yes we're gonna do it and um which was great for her because she got to do all these cool stuff but it created so much work for me and uh i'm very happy that now megan volunteers for less so that at least the work that we do is paid (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think that's true absolutely true um we still do volunteer work uh but we just do it strategically for specific people. Um, we also donated a website to both my sister and your sister this last year. Mm-hmm. So we help people. Oh, yeah, we still help people. It's probably something that we'll always do. I'm a member of the Tiger Downtown Association. You are the past president of the Tiger Chamber of Commerce. Is that right? Past president or past chair? Past chair. Um, you serve on like 17 other committees. I am volunteering for the Tualatin Chamber of Commerce Awards Banquet. I'm also volunteering for that. Yeah. I am writing a book. I am touching my nose and uh, rubbing my stomach at the same time. That's You're not also true. doing push-ups. That's right. How many uh, push-ups do you do? Uh, <laughs> 5,000 push-ups a month. I have... Oh, just that. (laughs) Just 5,000. No biggie. I have 60 more I have to do in the next 23 minutes to get to 5,000. Oh. Well, when are you going to do those? Well, probably after we finish this episode. Okay. It it doesn't take me that long. I'm just so good at (laughs) push-ups. 60 push-ups will take me about 32 seconds. It puts my 35 squats to shame. (laughs) I'm just like so good at push-ups, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So a day in the life. That is our day in the life. Sometimes we're ships in the sea kind of passing day by day. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but we always always gather Friday evenings and we always gather on the weekends. And that's really what we're working for is the flexibility to be able to be there for our kids when they need us most. And the ability to take our weekends and keep those kind of sacred. So. What should we do now? (laughs) Is there any homework? I guess not. This is just sort of a a chat. I think that actually the homework should be to think about what a day in your life looks like and what you would like it to look like. Because. One of the things that we do pretty well is revisit whether or not our actions align with our goals. And a lot of times when we get off track, our actions are not aligned with our goals and we have to recalibrate so that they do. And we do a pretty good job of making sure that we don't get too far off track that we can't correct or too far off track that you're working stupid hours. 
I was working stupid hours for a few months, but we knew what the goal was. We knew what the resolution was. We just had to execute to make it happen, which we did. So here we are, uh, much less burdened, much more prepared for the workload in front of us and a better and stronger agency for our, uh, our clients. That's and all we've ever wanted to do was to create great work for our clients and and help them live their dreams. And availability for the future of what lies ahead. So if your actions are not aligned with your goals, make an adjustment so that they are. And if you don't know if your actions are aligned with your goals, talk to Anna. She can help. And that's it. Go do it. Enjoy. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Share it with a friend. Follow us on the socials. At Edge One Media. At This Is Nicholas DeSalvo. Or at Megan DeSalvo. 